Hello ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, I'm the coach of Adrianus Stoinus Rex for Supercoach BBL purposes, and that's round five in the books. It was a round that probably was a, a little lower scoring, I think that, you know, the fact that there was only two players that went above 100, you know, shows that there was a lot of um, low scores in the round, well, I mean, I guess more than anything, it showed that probably too, not too many people went huge, 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 there was a few 90s in there as well, but look, the most common captain player was Marsh, and he, you know, scored an, in the 90s, and look, he looked like he could have gone even higher if it wasn't for Munro absolutely going ballistic, it's like he just flipped the ghost switch didn't he and he just he, he looked at it for all purposes that marsh was going to get to the 50 you know and get that bonus and um munro just went crazy <laughs> and he he finished with a ripping score himself so i think for those long-suffering munro owners that grabbed him after his big score a few weeks back you would have been very happy that he scored very well as well but look marsh was the most common captain he he did come off quite nicely in that game in the in the 90s um and you know the round was the first single round of, of the year which you know mean means that you've got to get your, your vcs and your c's right uh, i didn't have the greatest round myself and it was for a few mistakes probably made by me um i mean i lost to <laughs> maxi bryden who captained maxwell for 20 odd <laughs> points so you know and i was a marsh captain so that shows how bad my team was uh going um look i finished with a what did i finish with a terrible score 534 you know that was pretty terrible but look i went down 724 spots to 3629 so that really just shows you that it was a bit of a lower scoring round and people didn't you know actually do as well as you probably worry about when you get a lower score like that i think i was probably about 100 points shy of the the par it felt like to me um but look you know you pick yourself up off the deck um and you you go again we've got the heat and the hurricanes into the double game round this week which you know, um, there's some options, I guess, for teams, you know, out of those two teams. And maybe with a little bit of weather, you know, predicted for the two games, you play it in a, in a different way than you might have played some of those other two-team double game rounds. Yeah, maybe. But we saw this week in the Sydney Smash, there was lots of fears about the game and whether it was going to go ahead. But, you know, we got 16 games out of that. No, 16 overs out of that game. And, you know, every player sort of had their you know, chance to score. Um, you know, one of the big errors I made was as soon as we saw the Sydney Sixers were batting first, you know, I should have moved the emergency off Jilks and put it onto Hughes, who finally for after you know having the absolute most wretched season of all time he came off he had a really you know swashbuckling uh innings and you know i missed his score i couldn't loop him in and there was you know 100 points really that i could have looped in beautifully um you know i probably would have taken out agar so it would have been 40 points you know that i left on the pine um and, you know, it was good to see him come good and, and he'll actually have a little bit of a price rise and, um, you know, but that was it, you know, it, 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 it's an error really because the logical smart play would have been to put the emergency on him with them batting first and fears that the rain could have affected the game, but it's little mistakes like that, you know, that can um, don't cost you points. And 
Look, one of the other mistakes I made this week was I thought it was time to bring in my first um, Hurricane ready for this double game round. I even put up a poll on the socials, you know, asking Ellis, Rogers, Meredith, um, you know, but did I go with any of those? No, I brought in Jordan Thompson. You know, I, I was having chats with people in you know, various groups and there was a few talking him up. Um, you know, he turned up in the week before, but, you know, if I think about it now, post isn't that great. You know, you think about things after it happened. Um, you know, it wasn't a high percentage play. You know, batting at seven, and he hadn't bowled his full complement of overs, I don't think, in the whole tournament. You know, the week prior, he got three, I think, overs, and he got three poles, yeah, but uh, one over out of him for five points, you know, so, and the alternatives that I was thinking of, um, I was probably leading, you know, gut-wise, more to Meredith, just because I know the quality of him and the fact that his position in the team, if his body holds up, is rock solid, you know, whereas Tom Rogers, I was a little bit more worried about, and obviously Ellis is having a ripping year, I should have gone him probably as the top priority, um, but, you know, the price sort of landed perfectly for me on one of those cheap ones, and it was a mistake, you know, even if you look at it, you know, on, on the surface, even with Tom Rogers and his, you know, the con for him is that you, you don't feel like his job security is fantastic and narrative that's, it's a worry about his body, um, but they still look better. You know, a, a better choice is to go them, you know, over um, Jordan Thompson. And look, he was a very big chance of being dumped out of that team this week, which would have been an absolute dagger to the heart. You know, it still might happen actually, but um, Scotty Boland, you know, got his first you know, ashes, we got, you got picked in the ashes, which meant that, you know, hopefully, you know, Jordan Thompson gets a reprieve and Matty Wade actually bowls him. Stop bowling bloody uh, Tim David, mate. He's rubbish. Bowl Thompson. I think he's just being underutilized. He's better than one over. Um, but it was a silly move. And look, 534 is 100 shy. Um, and, you know, I'm not having the best year ever. I think, you know, you can... Have some of those years in, in Supercoach across all formats where you just seem to pull the right strings. You even take risks and they seem to pay off. And those are like, you know, as a Supercoach player, they're just the dream, aren't they? That You just can't seem to do you know anything wrong. And then there's these other years where, you know, even when you, you bring in a player who's been nailing it every round, you bring them in and then it's like you broke them. And they just go terrible, terrible, terrible. So... You know, in my case, this week I, I didn't get, you know, good old Joe Clark. He's been the bane of my existence, that bloke. Um, I had him set up on my bench because, you know, I figured if the game was called off the Sydney Smash, you know, I'd get Joe Clark as my backup score. And, you know, it just happened that with him being on the reserve on the bench, he, he went off and you know, got a 70 odd. Um, so, you know, I've been uh, forced to play him and Hughes a bit more than I ever wanted to, trying to get my team right. And the first week that I get my team right, and I can't have them, I don't have to have them set up, um, to, to, you know, to get their scores, they come off. You know, that's just always the way, isn't it? But um, look, you know, you dust yourself off, you go again. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a year where I think there's... A, it's a bit of a topsy-turvy year, you know, you, you, you're not seeing scores that are, you know, consistent, you're not seeing a lot of huge consistency out of players, and, you know, someone like Marsh, who's nailed every innings, you know, every game that he's been in, he's, he's at the top of the pops, you know, as far as consistency goes, but if we take a look at it, you know, it's a little bit 
you know, misleading, I guess, in a way. Um, and we'll, we'll have a quick look at that. You know, some of the top, say, 20 players. All right, doing it on averages, you know, number one is obviously Mitch Marsh. He's come in with an absolute wet sail. He's been in huge, huge, great form, and he's four for four. Yeah, so he gets uh, under the category of consistency. He's very consistent. I'm, I'm basically saying anyone above 40, you know, you can count that as a good score. So above 40, yeah, he's four for four, and he's very consistent. Steckity, small sample size, two from two, and you can see why he's a pretty good option, you know, for this, well, very good option if you take weather out of it, uh, for this double game week in this round. He, he looks a premium. Like him and Abbott look like they're going to ton up every game. Um, look, we'll get into the weather as well a little further down. But Steckity, you know, two games, two tons. Very consistent on the small sample size. Philippi, he's down to three out of five. Now, flip. And, you know, a lot of people are thinking about, do you sell Philippi, bank the cash while you've got it? You know, it doesn't mean that you might not get him back in. But do you utilize the money to... Grab yourself, you know, these premium type players that you want to grab. Look, you know, there's a world where you can. He's consistent. You know, he's not like Marsh with a very consistent because, you know, he started the tournament with the hot hands and that's why he got all those price rises. The last two have been below 40. So he slipped back into the consistent, you know, based on three out of five. Sean Abbott, three from four. He is very consistent. Um, you know, he's a every bit premium player who you want to probably finish your year with. Uh, Kelly, small sample size. He's one from two. You, know, you call that a consistent. Bartlett, he's got over 43 out of four times, which makes him very consistent. So, you know, it, we always worry whether he's going to get dropped out of that team. But as far as scoring output goes, he, he gets pulls. You know, and he can dong some runs. And he's doing well more than he's not. So if he's somebody that you've got going into this double game week, you know, you play him, you know, obviously with the weather about, maybe you worry about um, whether you start him in your team, you put him on the bench, but look, you know, at game time today, in this game, you know, the heat game first up, you know, the weather's not looking super, super great, but it's look okay at game time, and the second one, uh, game-wise, is clearing up, so, you know, I'd be happily having Bartlett, maybe I'd have him on my bench, but I, I, you, you'd be a happy owner if you have Bar- Bartlett. Uh, Richardson, he is pretty good, three out of four times above 40. Yeah, so that's a very consistent. Um, he probably goes under the radar with them not having double game weeks early. Um, but, you know, he's a he's a proven performer. Uh, Mahmood, one from two, one really, really good game in his first game and a, a lower one in his second. You know, we'll call that consistent, 50%. Uh, Rogers, you know, he was who I was thinking about last week and I went bloody Jordan Thompson instead, uh, three for four. You know, so there were worries about his job security, which probably, you know, scared me off. Um, but Scotty Bolin, you know, got picked in the ashes. So Rogers, at least for this double game week, you know, he could be a rent. You know, you just play him in this double game week. Um, look, I like Ellis and Meredith, um, you know, ahead probably for job security. Um, but, you know, he's very consistent. Um, Patterson, Curtis Patterson, oh, he started really well. We know that he's been a bit injured, but he, in his, oh, in his four game sample size, he's two from four, you know, 50%. So we'll give him consistent. Um, so you can see the ones that are sort of, you know, haven't put it together, you know, and that's probably the hardest thing with super coaches getting ones that, you know, get you, you ideally want marsh type <laughs> consistency, but you know, these ones like, you know, um, Philippi, you know, short, their desk dropped down into a consistent rather than very consistent after, you know, the full sample size of games. Um, Ben McDermott, he's been there for three games, two out of three. You know, we give that 
very consistent so far. He's only failed once out of his three games, but you know it's a smaller sample size. Rashid, he's four out of five. You know he had one low game, and every other game has been above forty. And that's what we know about Rashid. And you know those who were loyal holders, knowing that he's an out and out gun, he's producing. You know particularly the last two weeks, he's found his groove. Four out of five. Sanger, <laughs> Jason Sanger, he's had two goes and he's got two good scores. You know, he's uber consistent, very consistent. I wouldn't, I don't know, he's going to probably go to the team, but probably on form alone, you know, maybe he's fives. Uh, Matt Short, you know, he's down much like Philippi to three from five with two fails in recent times. Um, he falls into the consistent strip, you know, category. So you can see why people are saying, you know, do I sell and bank Philippi money? Do I sell and bank Matt Short money? You know, there's a world where you definitely do because their consistency is starting to drop, you know, from the very consistent start. If we looked at this two weeks ago, they would have been very consistent, but now they're just consistent. Uh, Maxi, two from five. You know, isn't that figures that really says Maxi <laughs> to a T? Um, he's inconsistent. You know, two from five is not consistent at all. He's inconsistent. The thing about Maxi, where it's probably not applicable to other players, is when he goes big, he goes 150. You know, so when you average it out over all games, his average still ends up being quite fantastic. But he's not a consistent player. So you've got to be pre prepared when you play Maxi five times. You know, you'll get those two big games, the two 150s, and the rest will be crap, you know. So, but he's not consistent. He's inconsistent. Um, Agar, Ashton Agar, four out of five. Four out of five of his scores have been over 40 points, and I've been an owner. Um, But I just didn't know how consistent he's been. You know, he doesn't get a bad score often. Four out of five, very consistent. Moises Enrique's popular you know, player in the first round and top scorer, you know, over that double game week, he's down to a three out of six now, you know, 50%. I'm going to give him an inconsistent on that because it's a bigger sample size than others that have got 50% because I've only played a couple of games. And if you were smart, you would have banked the, the Moises Enrique's money and sold him off, you know, to someone else. But I think it really just sort of shows that, you know, some of them are trending you know, Moises over the, his three grand average is, is 30, you know, so they can, you've got to get these players on runs. So, you know, Philippi, you know, in going into this round, you know, we're grabbing some players like Wade, maybe McDermott, maybe Stecky, they cost a bit of money. So I can see a world and probably I'll even think about it myself selling a Philippi. Um, but look, his matchups in the upcoming rounds look pretty good as well. He's got the Heat, you know, coming up this week, which you'll probably, you know, that's not the hardest matchup in the world, but he's at his money. He's got a big, big BE. You know, maybe your plans are to get him back in as well. Um, you know, that might be your plans. Uh, but, you know, you've got to, you can utilize Matt Short and, and Philippi if you need to, to get your bank up to where you want. But there's obviously going to be other players in teams like Jilks, you, you might want to get rid of, Inglis, who hasn't really set the world alight. Um, you know, there's going to be players that you can get rid of. Uh, instead, uh, I think that you could easily hold Philippi. You know, and if I can work my team, I'd probably hold Philippi and sell short ahead of Philippi. Um, but then again, you know, they've got the double game round coming up in nine, you know, the Adelaide Strikers. So maybe, you know, you play a bit of strategy like that so that you're banking some players, scorchers and uh, you know, strikers into the double game round in round nine. So anyway, 
just interesting to look at you know the ones that are trending up the ones that are consistent the ones that are down so if you were thinking about Sekety, i know it's a small sample size but he should be a target if you just take weather out of it you know i think last round probably taught us more than anything you know that we probably over panic about the old weather because we get these forecasts like a week or more two weeks out and we start to worry about you know the upcoming games look there is a bit of weather about in brisbane i live in brisbane but you know it looks okay at game time you know so we saw in that 16 over game in the sydney smash you know all players had a chance to 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 score their points uh so you know it's something that you could take the risk uh, you know or, or um you know just bring in there's some good hurricanes to bring in you know good bowlers in the hurricane lineup as well ellis you know meredith rogers is doing well as well um Look, let's have a look at that. You know, Scorchers and Heat into the double game round. You know, the Heat, um, you know, there's not a huge list of players that excite me. You know, Steckity does excite me. Much like Sean Abbott. Yeah, to me, they look like they're going to score 100 <laughs> every game. And, you know, in the case of Steckity, he's done that. You know, if there's no weather around, he is easily their best option, I think. Um, you know, and he... You know, if you if you want to take a risk, you know, you, you grab him. Um, all right. Yeah, so Steckity is top option, I think, from the Heat. And Bartlett, we mentioned. You know, I wouldn't buy Bartlett, but if you have him, you know, you're, you're in good shape. You're averaging 72 points. Um, look, those, those are it, you know. Um, would I buy Baisley? No. Would I buy Heaslet? No, because he's probably too expensive for what his role is. He's been going very well, you know, but um, you have no interest in Majib and uh, Lin, just quietly. Uh, you look at the consistency <laughs> rating for Lin, it's a one from uh, five or whatever. He, he's worse than Maxi. Um, and Majib, you know, it's it's not a wicket-taking year for him. He, you know, he hasn't had the best of luck with people catching, but he just looks economy. You know, so for me, I don't know if I'll, I'll fade. You know, people who have faded them in, in round one, it's been successful for them. So I just think there are better options than those. So for me, it really stops that um, steckity in that uh, heat lineup. I know that some people say Majib at 116 is juicy. You know, Majib's average is 23. You know, so that's why I don't think he's a great option. Lin's average is 21. You can't... You know, the price is right. Lynn's 104. You know, you could flip a Inglis or, you know, whatever to, to Lynn. But, you know, it, there's a world where it could come off. But on the law of averages, out of his five games, only one above 40. So, it, it, you know, you, the statistics say that you're better off to fade him. Um, nothing else really excites me from the Brisbane Heat. Okay, now moving over to the Hurricanes. Some do interest me. Um... Look, McDermott, I think, is going to hold on to the opening bat. He's two from three. It's a smaller sample size, but I would certainly be interested in owning him. His price is high. He's 160s. Uh, and obviously, Matty Wade. You know, he's Matty Wade has not been fantastic. He's got two from his four games, you know, six consistent or good scores. Uh, and it hasn't, you know, you've got an okay score this week, but it hasn't been, you know, great, great, you know, the last couple of weeks. Not the big 100s that you've been hoping for, but he's got to be a target. The price is right, and you get that fallback of keeping. So, look, I like McDermott. I think he might be a little bit high-priced for people, uh, and I like um, Matty Wade. Um, Tom Rogers, you know, he's just quietly ticking along with an average of 66 points. 
I should have probably just, you know, it was either Rogers or Meredith with their pros and cons. Um, but I went Jordan Thompson ahead of them last week, and that was a stupid low percentage play for me to do. Rogers, you know, you think his job security is in danger, but he's certainly performing, given Stoin a big send off too, uh, well enough, you know, to, to do you well in this double game round. Uh, 130k years, I'd probably prefer uh, Meredith just because I know that he is a gun who, as long as the body holds up, he's going to stay in that team. Um, whereas you think that, you know, uh, Scotty Boland, he's going to come back into that team. And who's going to drop out? It's probably Jordan Thompson. But look, you know, Rogers, you could do worse. You know, I could have, would have been happier if I brought him in last week for his 95. Silly Adrian. Um, look, Riley Meredith, you know, 82 did up last week. He looked pretty good um, as long as the body holds up. But do you think that, you know, he's a chance of getting a rest? I don't know. I don't think they have like reserves. I don't think they have the bench to give him a rest. Um, we know that Ellis has been a good performer this year. Uh, where is he? Ellis. Ellis is ticking away at 67. You know, he's uber consistent. He gets above 50 most games. His average is 52.2 for the year. Look, he's up at 155k. You know, so maybe if you'd owned him leading into this round, he's probably one of the first ones that you picked up. You know, you got yourself a great player there. You know, people might go the 130 type players in Rogers and Meredith ahead this week, but I think that Ellis is a great option. He's consistent and his position in that team is a lock. Um, you know, he's also got a bit of you know, a bit more bat in him. You know, he's he's got a bit of tonk in him. You know, bat bat wise as well, which is a little bit of a bonus. Um, do I want Darcy Short? Look, I'm not going to go for Darcy Short. Um, I think that his batting and his bowling is down this year. Um, he did bowl a fair bit in that last game, but it just the bowling and the batting looks worse to me this year than it was last year. Uh, and look, you know, he seems to be very, very slowly warming up with the bat. You know, he seems to be hitting a couple of ripping shots, which, you know, lends me to the thought that he's going to turn the corner, but it just, it's a slow turning wheel at the moment. Is it going to happen in this double game week? I don't know. I mean, I just think that McDermott, Wade, Ellis, Meredith, I think that they're just better options. Um, and would I be rushing to buy Darcy Short at 147 no I wouldn't you know on that consistency rating he is inconsistent as well he's averaging 45 but over his three round average you know it's 34 so he's trending down I'm not interested um any of the others in there I would not recommend buying Jordan Thompson one over last game what's going on with these captains come on Matty Wade you know Tim David he's rubbish you know bold as Jordan Thompson you know he Last game before this, he got poles and he bowled good overs. This week, you know, we're bowling Short, who's out of form with the ball, and we're bowling Tim David, you know, but not Jordan Thompson. I would not recommend Jordan Thompson. Um, no, really, to everyone else, you know. I don't think anyone else offers, you know, the scores that you want. Some people would have, you know, would look at the price of Lamashane and say, you know, he's 89K. Is he a great option for me? His average for the year is 26.2. His three-round average is 22. His five-round average is 26. Lamashane's not the guy for you this year. Um, look, Tim David, you know, he's got a 61 last week, but his average is 23. And his average for uh, three-round is 29. You know, the role's not great for him in the team. So you're going to get some low scores in there. Um, 
you know, I'm not interested in Hanscom, who's average is 20. I'm not interested in, you know, as I said before, Lynn or Brian, any of those. I mean, they've gone off to other team, haven't I? But, you know, Harry Brooks, not a go. Um, you know, there's nothing else really there. So I think that the key is to grab in, you know, quality ones. I think in a, in these two-team double game rounds, some people get obsessed with grabbing seven and only five, you know, or, or four of them are the ones that are scoring well and their other ones are getting you know 20 over the double game week um so i think a quality four or five is is your go so you know your stackities who's a quality bowler you know your ellis your meredith you know even rogers has been going well maddie wade ben mcdermott you know um if you had short you know you you might as well play him um but i wouldn't buy um there's some options in, in there you know you get a quality five i think for this round um weather you know let's talk about that the weather is something that i think last week we saw you know even again this rain affected you know we got 16 overs out of there and all the teams had a chance to score so you know make your make your decisions this week would i bring in three heat players would i be rocking four heat players this week probably not um but you know if you've got your one or two on there you know set up your bench so you can you know work it and loop them in if you need to um you know and obviously there's other teams versus them as well which is maxi you know in the first game you know and, and stars so maybe you need to work your bench so that if the weather does hit you know you really imagine if the game got you know cut to five overs you know you you want maxi on your bench so that you can wait and see what he can do in that five overs you really want 20 overs of play bat it you know in a, in the field or batting you know options for maxi you know because that's where he does his best work but it's going to be around where you know that's that's going to be a fear um but not something that you should bank on you know just go and play your game fearlessly but with a bit of common sense you know grab a heat grab a stackity if you want you know and and it looks pretty good at game time particularly if brisbane bowls first you know i'd be willing to take a punt on stackity um you know but that's just for you you know i think one of the things about super coaches some years you just pull the right strings and everything that you do comes off you know even risks that you take pay off you know um last week if i'd have brought in you know the one that i put it on the socials and put it up to a vote if i brought in rogers or you know meredith i'd have 100 extra points in this week and i wouldn't have gone down on the ladder it just comes down to stuff like that sometimes but um you know when you I mean, where am I in the 3000s now? Um, you can play a little bit freer. You know, you can go by the gut a little bit more and play as you like. Um, you know, if you've already got yourself some Hurricanes in there or, or a Heat player, you know, you don't need to get up to six and seven necessarily. And maybe you get a Shadab Khan. You know, he's in the 140s, he's dual. He's an absolute weapon, you know, on the international stage. Maybe you take a pod route like that, um, you know, and maybe you fearlessly sell a Philippi. You know, that could be not without fear as well uh like we saw you know he's not come off in the last couple but that probably lends itself to the fact that he's going to go big and he's got good matchups but um look you know just have fun you know pick yourself off 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 the deck when you've had these poor rounds and you know try to you know go and have some fun you know last week i probably listened to too many people in the chat and when a lower percentage play even if you're pro and con it you know uh Meredith was and 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 Rogers were a better buy last week than Jordan Thompson, you know, and there was never a world where Jordan Thompson was a better buy than those other ones. So you know you can make those mistakes when you overthink it sometimes. So look, I think it's a quick turnaround between rounds, and I'm going to do a little short one. 
um, good luck this week. Uh, Look, numbers-wise, yeah, I think you can get away with four and five. You know, six of the people are going to go heavy. Um, you know, for me personally, I'll, I'll have four. You know, that's, that's just the way it is. Um, I'll, I will bring in three Hurricanes. I'll need to bring in three because I wouldn't like to go three people uh, into the double gay week. Um, probably my targets are going to be Wade, McDermott, you know, and one of the bowlers. It could be Ellis. It could be Rogers. It could be Meredith. I haven't quite decided, but, you know, good luck this week, guys. Uh, You know, back into the double game weeks. We had one little single game week, (laughs) and we're back up and running again for this round. You know, and I hope you have a good score. We'll talk to you at the end of round six. What's going on, Ado? You bring in Jordan Thompson, who scores a five instead of others. Getting tons. What's going on? I'm having a rubbish year. But I'll pick myself up and I'll go again because I love Supercoach and I love it so much that I'm going to keep going and give it my best every week. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you at the end of the next round, eh?